Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spill the Tea. I'm your host, T, and today we have a very special guest with us, my aunt, G-Dog. Hello, everyone. Today, our show will be segmentized. Our first segment will be called How Stuff Was Named. The second will be called If Blank Were People. And the third is called Useless Knowledge. Up first, we have How Stuff Were Named. How this segment is going to work is me and my guest will both pick something, ask what is it, so like what we picked, and then we'll ask why do we think it is named what it is. After that, we will decide what we would name it if we were the ones who were deciding how to name it. I guess I'll go first. So I've decided today I want to learn about how was a tree named. I'm pretty sure that it was probably named by like some of that English stuff you're supposed to learn in school. Keyword there being supposed to. <laughs> you know, all the Greek and Latin roots. Some some weird guy hey. So it was like, hey, that looks like a fancy plant. I'm gonna call it a tr a tr a tree. You know? If I had a chance to name it, I probably would have named it something super duper saggy. A sky bush, because it's basically a bush in the sky. In fact, I think we should make that a trend. Anytime this week when you're referring to a tree, do not call it a tree. Call it a sky bush to see how people react to it, (laughs) you know? Now that we're on the topic of trees, I'm going to ask my co-host for today here, G-Dog. G-Dog, what's your favorite tree? (laughs) Um, I would have to say The Giving Tree. We'll say it. It's a book by Shel Silverstein. Huh. I have do, you ever read it? I do recall somewhere in my memorabilia up there, you know, that empty cranium of mine. That's a four-letter word. <laughs> yeah, not four-letter, four-dollar. I'm a hoot. Yeah, I do remember it being such a good little book. It made me a happy sad, you know, like when you're happy about something, but you cry because it's so happy, you know. So it made you happy, the ending? Yeah, happy sad, yeah. Yeah, uh, very okay. happy sad. Hashtag uh-huh. happy sad in the chat. <laughs> so now that we know that I was happy sad about the book, how did you feel about it? I was sad. Sad sad. Oh my gosh, why were you sad sad? Because the tree could have lived longer. Oh my god. Then the boy it gave shelter to and a seat to and food to could have gone on to do that for another little kid. Could have lived longer. But the tree was cut down and the the old guy was sitting on the stump. It made me sad that the tree didn't they both died. Oh my goodness. Well now you're making me sad sad. Let's go on to a happier note. My question for today is how were pillows made? I think it's because of the shape of the pillow. They're rectangular and they're like a pill shaped. Or maybe they filled filled them with pills to sleep on at night. That sounds like a rough ride if you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, Tay, you're such a hoot. (laughs) Yeah. Now that we're on the topic of pillows, I have a mind-boggling question. What kind of person wants to sleep on a hot pillow? Like, it needs to be freezing in the room, and you need to have, like, a cold cover over you to go to sleep. I heard that was healthy, so I've been doing it. I've been sleeping pretty good. But, like, a hot pillow, my goodness, what kind of person are you? 
Well, see, they have pillows that have a cold side or a hot side, try to keep you as comfortable as they can at night. So, and plus they're, they're filled with like many different things to help you remember how, how you sleep to be comfortable. Like, 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 like pills. Like foam <laughs> and feathers. They've, they've really evolved. Yeah. I know. Some of my, like, some pillows are so revolutionary. I'm convinced the people who have them are, like, had to work really hard. Like, in grade school, they'd have been, like, it's, like, what do you want to dress up like you want to be? What do you want to be today? And the person just come in, and they'd have, like, uh, pajamas on because they got to say they want to be a pillow designer. Like, you have to be really strong-willed to be able to come up with a new revolutionary design for a pillow or you have to be an insomniac and to find out how to make a really good pillow so then you're able to sleep um i mean there's so many different things now it's crazy it appears that concludes our how stuff was named segment and it looks like we're gonna throw it over to if blank were people up first on our If Blank Were People segment, we have desk lamps. These are the lamps that you like to study with, and they usually have some sort of pen holder on them. You put all your pens, all your notes, you know, all your little paraphernalia. Oh, that's another $4 mm-hmm. word for you. Keep I imagine, organized. <laughs> yeah, I imagine these types of people are like the fun school kid who, like, will do anything for you, and they'll, but they're also, like, really smart and... They're only fun because of, like, that bendy neck base of the lamp. You know, it can, like, move in any which way direction you want it to. They're, you know, they'd be really bright, and they'd be the kid you always <laughs> always ask for, like, a pen or pencil or something the right way. Oh, gee, dog, you're such a hoot. You know that. These kids are also, like, the type of people to come into school one day, and they'll be, like, all, you know, proper and dressed and like all ready for school and then the next day they'll come in and they'll be dressed so emu that's many of you out there are gonna be no t it's emo it's emu because when there's a lot of them they're called a flock of emu they're emu it's when they're goth yeah so this kid has some like little switchy attitude going on in him and like with the light switch when it's on and it's shining bright these kids are working so hard, busting their butts. They're getting all these really complex math problems done, and they're getting them right, too. Good for these kids. But when the light goes out, you know, stuff is hard. Like, like life is hard. Like, they forget how to walk. It's so hard. Like, they fall up the stairs, up the stairs, not even down the stairs, up the stairs. That is how hard these kids are, like, switching back and forth. They're also the type of kids that whenever you borrow something from them, they know that you have it and knows it, know exactly where it goes back in their empty pocket space after it's been borrowed. Kind of like when you have one of these lamps on the side of your desk, you see that empty spot, you know a pen should be there, you need to know where the pen is, it has to go perfectly back right in its spot or you're going to have a panic freak out. My question for today is, what if elephants were people? What what kind of person would they be? I feel like they would be people that would never forget. They'd be the ones holding the grudges for, for years and years and years, and you never know when it's going to come back to you. Like, oh, you stole my candy bar in the third grade. I've held that against you ever since I 
that was my favorite three musketeers bar was my favorite and you you took it from me and i didn't get to eat it for my snack and i only get to eat that candy bar every um other month or you know something like that they'd be the ones that would remember that kind of stuff I also feel like these bubbly, kind of angry, you know, once again, another switchy-on-y, switchy-off-y type of person who thinks everybody likes them would also happen to be the Gossip Queen. That's right, she knows everything about everybody and is gonna tell you, even if you don't care at all. There are also those people that have those big herds around them whenever they're in school. They, they travel that way in their big pack and they're like the ones that are all together and traveling as a whole group together elephants also have that big long trunk that they can put anywhere so people like that are probably pretty nosy that they have their nose in everyone else's business yeah they're always going to remember what you got to say these type of people also probably think they have a big trunk if you know what i mean you know what i mean i know you do <laughs> they're also the people who would take the pen from the lamp kid and never give it back and say, oh yeah, and steal it and know that they would never get it, never have any intention of giving it back to the lamp kid because then they'd get the other people in the herd onto the lamp kid if he ever tried to get it back. They would only do it, you know, to make the lamp kid mad too. They're those type of people. They're like attacking out for you. And even though elephants are usually calm, these people have like a tiger inside them they just want people to be mad all the time but not mad at them because they're gossip queens and they can spread rumors easily easily now looks like it's gonna wrap it up for our if blank were people now we're gonna throw it over to useless knowledge useless knowledge the useless knowledge segment is going to work like this one of us will say a weird slash random fact and the other one has to come up with a weirder way to use that useless factoid of information. T, did you know that women blink nearly twice as much as men? Yeah, that, that's really that's really uh, useful, especially when I'm being chased down a dark alley by a woman. Because, you know, when she's blinking all the time, I could just, when she closes her eyes, I can just turn turn a corner and she won't see me because she's been blinking so much where I've if it was a man, our blinks would probably be sings. So we'd be blinking at the same time. So we, our eyes would be open at the same time. And he could see me while I can see where I'm going, you know? G-Dog, did you know ping pong balls can travel off the paddle at speeds just under 100 miles per hour? Oh, yeah, sure. That's really useful for that time whenever I play those professional um, ping pong players from, like, China or Korea who's wailing balls at me and serving and hitting them back at 100 miles an hour. Like, I'll, I'll remember that whenever that time comes. Um, no offense here, but that situation was just a little specific. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. T, did you know no word in the English language rhymes with month? Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a very useful factoid of information, especially for those circumstances when I, a senior in high school, will be trying to finish my final project in English and need to write a six-line poem. 
and I know not to use the word month because if I do, I will fail that assignment and my grade will drop from a 98 to a 64 and then my dream college will not accept me all because of the word month. So I really appreciate you telling me that right now. Did you know that hummingbirds are the only animals that can fly backwards? Well, that's useful to you whenever it comes to, like, an, a predator of the hummingbird coming after it. And it it can start flying backwards away from it while the predator's still going forward. That really helps them uh, get away, I'm sure. Maybe if they back up long enough and then can turn around and hurry up and get away, that might be the only way that information is actually useful. Yeah, I know if I was a hummingbird, I'd be flying backwards all the time. I've been told my back is my best side. T, it sounds like you're one of those elephant people with that trunk. I mean, I am a bit of a gossip queen. T, did you know if you passed gas consistently for six years and nine months, you would produce enough gas to create an atomic bomb's energy? Well, that is a pretty useful fact. Especially for when I have the six bean burrito at Taco Bell. I'll know when I'm lighting up my room and all the other rooms inside my house that if I bottle that gas, I can keep going and keep going to make an atomic bomb. And all the hummingbirds would be flying backwards to get away from you, for sure. Oh yeah, and then I'd be flying backwards right into them, waving it with my super speedy wings. Did you know that Americans, on average, eat 18 acres of pizza every day? Well, that's useful to know whenever I'm trying to cut back on carbs that I need to contribute to that 18 acres of eating pizza every day. I'd be happy to contribute. I will. I volunteer as tribute to the American Society to eat pizza. What if what if it changed what if it's pizza rolls and not just a pizza? Is that is that would that be okay or does that still count as into um, the eighteen acres? Well, I think if you eat eighteen pizza rolls, it technically counts as your share because like eighteen pizza rolls is like three pieces of pizza, so you know. That concludes useless knowledge segment and our show. Thank you for being here with me today, G Dog. Oh, you're welcome. It was a lot of fun, TT. Yep, a lot of fun for me as well. See you next time on Spill the Tea.